Hello, folks. Ni hao, y'all, and welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast. I, of course, am your guide into this realm of eldritch horror, Gavril, and these are my dark acolytes, Mr. Kevin. Hello. And Mr. Chris. Hiya. This week, after the shit show that was our last episode, Chris and I will be taking questions about lore and random things from Kevin and our very special guest, Ms. Wendy. Wendy? Hello. We promise not to go at each other's throats this week any more than we normally do, at least. Uh, so normally we would go ahead and jump right into the show right now, but first I'm going to cede the floor to Kevin and Chris so they can apologize like grown-ups about waving their dicks around. We were yeah. silly people. Yeah, sorry guys. Yeah, you were both assholes. We went okay. into it last week and hope you got to listen to that because it was fun. Yes, we actually we didn't think we were going to keep the audio. We didn't think we had all the audio, but it uh, turns out we did. Yeah, so we recovered if, most of the audio. If you're listening to this and you haven't listened to 22, which we're calling our lost episode, um, this makes no sense to you. So please go back and listen to 20, 22 so you can hear Kevin and I essentially hate each other for like 15 you, minutes. You want, about, you want about the 40 minute mark is a good place to jump in, if that's what you're looking for. If you're looking for them blowing up at each other, 40 minute mark's a good point to go to. Alright. Diablo is essentially a topic that both Kevin and I are very passionate about, and that's kind of what it strove from. We both love yep. the game, and it, we just kind of went off at each other. So. Yep, yep. Uh, so I know I, I am surprised it took 22 episodes for that to happen. <laughs> for Chris to rage quit the show. Uh, for you to be an asshole that badly and for Chris to rage quit. Yeah, I, I'm surprised it took 22 episodes. Yeah, it has happened a few times before just on Discord. Just yeah, on Discord, though. Like in our everyday <laughs> life, it happens every now and then. Uh, and, and Chris threatens it probably a few times more than that. Yes, but probably, here's the thing. Yeah. We love each other. We just, uh, it's a situation where I feel like I'm going to rage or I will, I'm going to leave or it will get to the point where we don't talk to each other anymore. So I, I take and, myself out of the situation. And last Sunday, we had a nice makeup phone call. Yes, we after did. the show. It involved we a lot of sex. Out. It was supposed <laughs> to be a threesome, but it was no, supposed to be a threesome, I missed he was the asleep. call. He was asleep. <laughs> I was asleep because I'm overnight at work, which sucks. Yes. But that's beside the point. That's all water under the bridge. Let's just internalize those feelings and never speak of them again. So... Boys and ma'am, what have y'all been up to? Mr. Mr. Chris, what's what's been going on this week? Um, I am finishing up my prep for Stormblood. Uh I'm I think up to the three point three story arc in Heaven's Ward for Final Fantasy, and I've only got two more half patches to go through, and then I'm all the way caught up with everything and ready to jump into Stormblood. So I'm very happy, very excited. And my astrologian is so fun. I've got back into the swing of it, so I'm healing dungeons again without worrying about, oh my god, is RNG going to fuck me? Which it does, but I'm able to pull it back, so it's fine. And I'm loving so there it. There we go. There we go. I, I'm glad that you know, you're keeping diversified. Oh, I've been, I've been playing, because Final Fantasy came out during Mesopendario. I've been playing since then. I played during beta, I played during launch, um, played, all, played all the way through the first... Uh, Realm Reborn, quite a little bit uh, near the end before Heaven's Ward. Heaven's Ward came out, played all through the very start of it. WoW got really good again with Legion, so I uh, like I was prepping up for Legion, so I stopped playing again. And now I like I've got enough time because I've done all the things I want to do in Legion so far. 
I've got enough time to jump in, play some Heaven's Ward, and read in WoW when I want to. So I can do everything. I'm good. Well, that's good. Yeah, I, I, I played 11. I loved 11. I regrettably played 14 right when it came out. Oh, you played 1.0. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, uh, bad taste. Square has not been able to pull me back. Um, I will, I, will, I will give them credit, though, for the fact that the game was so bad at 1.0, and they recognized that it was so bad. They pulled the servers down for a year and a half, redesigned the game from the ground. You wouldn't get that dedication from most companies. They would just scrap it. They 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 reworked that thing from the ground up, and we got this amazing game from it. So I'm very, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth, but at the same time, it's like that's fucking dedication on the part of the studio. Yep, yep. Uh, Let's go ahead and dump the Final Fantasy conversation. We can always have that one another time. Anything else that's been going on with you for the Uh, week? Lots of heroes, Diva. I love her. I, I don't know what it is. I cannot play any of these Overwatch heroes in Overwatch. I'm terrible at Tracer. I'm terrible at Zarya. I cannot play Genji where the fuck. But, because you have shit reaction time. Very true. But then when it comes into Heroes of the Storm, and you will attest for this, I'm a baller at all of the Overwatch heroes. You're pretty good at them. Pretty I, cannot, Zarya, I cannot play them in Overwatch. Zarya, I think, is your weakest. I would agree. Zarya, out of all of them, is my weakest. But I'm, I'm trying to improve her a bit more. I think, now that I, now that D.Va's in it, I'm going to stick with her as the tank for my Overwatch heroes, but... I do like my I do like Zarya, and I do want to improve her. That's good. That's good. I like to hear that. I like to hear you continuing to improve. Any other news for the week for you? While wow, RNG continues to fuck me, not surprising. Um, I'm trying to gear up my hunter. Uh, I've done two Nighthold heroic runs on her since I swapped to her as my main, and I got one item in both runs. That's it. Just one item. Out no, we're totally. stacking. Pardon. You're not stacking the raid? I, I, I do normal, but it's like, eh, the gears, it's, most of it's not an upgrade for the gear I have. And my tier set's still not dropping on normal. Well, that's, that's the purpose of like stacking the raid, though. My tier like, set's not get... dropping, though. On normal or heroic. That's why you get multiple hunters. It's not... Are you like running like personal, or are you just running we're like running, we're running personal? But it doesn't help the then, fact that I'm pugging because you know. Oh, if you're pugging, yeah, I'm yeah. pugging. I'm pugging normal because normal. No one, we don't do normal. It's too it literally blow through it in twenty minutes. We don't do normal. Um, heroic. I'm. We have two hunters, and it's not dropping for him either. The other hunter is not dropping for like he's he's fully kitted out. He doesn't need it. So if it drops, I get it. Nothing's dropping for him. And stuff that does drop is all bonus loot, so he can't trade it anyway. Sounds like some matter of dark wizardry. I would blame Cthulhu. Thing is, my demon hunter is fully kitted out. Like, I got kitted out week two. I didn't need anything after week two. But yeah, and look at you now. It comes to my hunter. It just, it's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad about that, because uh, fuck you. You were really fucking lucky. Uh, yeah, I, I did get my Hidden Artifact appearance week two of the uh, second day of the expansion after I hit level 110. Yeah, you can go fuck so, yourself. I'm done I'm talking to you I'm very lucky with that Demon Hunter. I, I'm done talking to you now. Kevin, how are you doing, buddy? Doing well, doing well. 
I uh, didn't do any rating last week. I was out on vacation. I did some Heroes of the Storm. Play. I'm almost ranked uh, normal. I think I'm seven and three on my placement matches. So that's pretty cool. And I uh, went to DC with Wendy for the past few days. She has never been. So we got to do some real life rating of DC. Well, you know, I, I would consider DC to be a raid environment. So I don't yeah. know how the law enforcement would have obeyed by you raiding DC. That that's implying there's actually law enforcement in DC. You know, no, there we we were complaining that there were no meeting stones at some of the uh, uh, museums. Yeah, had trouble finding the entrance. Could really use meeting stone. <laughs> you guys are fucking. The portal nerds. might be a little more <laughs> obvious. Yeah, and she she was a warlock, but it you know didn't do us any help because I yeah, was with her. Yeah, there was only two. There was only the two of you. There were you right. couldn't get the third person to get the stone up. Yeah. Exactly. You guys so, are fucking nerds. That's what you get. That's what you, you know, get. Some, you some of these large buildings. I mean, some of these buildings are larger than a city block, so it is very difficult to find the entrance yeah. into the dungeon. I would imagine. Yeah, it, it, Chris, it's like going back to Maradon. Oh no! Can we not ever do? That? I don't ever want to go back to Vanilla Maradon. Wait, wait. We, are we supposed to go to Orange Wing or Purple or are we Crystal? Or I are spent, we Falls? I spent thirty minutes in Vanilla trying to find that fucking. Does, does 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 everybody have the staff that teleports you directly to Falls? No, I don't. Okay, we're gonna go through Orange, guys. Uh, it took us thirty minutes before we thought maybe we should just thought bought it. Yeah. So, Kevin, how else was the DC trip? You two obviously had fun, it sounds like. Yeah, it was a lot of walking. We ate a lot of really good food and got to... Well, we did meet a raid boss. Oh, you did meet a raid boss. Yeah. The Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, oh yeah. and yeah. Triceratops. Oh, uh, was it Siege of Orgamar? I, I, I believe that's the Devil Saur. The Devil Saur from Siege of Orgamar, mm. I think. I think his name was Falk. I believe yeah, it was Thok. I believe it was Thok, yeah. We saw can, Thok. Hunters can tame him now, by the way. That's dumb. Cool. Hunters can tame him. I'm so excited. I want to go do yeah. that. That's so, dumb as hell. For the most saying- part, the weather held up. It was a good trip. We're back now, so. We was did get dead? mounts while we were there. Oh, you did get mounts. Also known as DC Bike Share. Yes, they were um, red, bright red. Had flashing lights on them and really cute little bells. So you got red Kawaji <laughs> battle tanks, okay? Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. No, uh, only rented. The only experience I have with DC and bikes is having mine nearly stolen by a pack of kids. So yeah. Okay. We were we were assaulted by some um, what would you call them? Low level mobs. Oh yeah, there was plenty of trash. There mobs was some trash mobs. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Trash. okay. We'll go into that later. That's uh I don't think you should really call another human being a trash pack. There mob. was a trash pack. Uh, I don't know. There's certain there's certain human beings that I could attest to are trash there mobs. Trash it was mobs. yeah, it was close. There are certain yeah. human beings that you could call a trash mob. But you probably get done see... for treason, but you could. Yeah, we, we saw plenty of lore. Um, oh, that's good, that's yes. good. We saw a lot of history. Yeah, there was a lot of lore. I don't yeah. know how real it was though. I, I'm not so certain either, but uh yeah. on, on some that of note, it was you know, fake that's... news. <laughs> on that note, on that note, we're actually going to be talking more this week on the show. So you know, let's uh, let's uh, let's hurry it up, assholes. We're already twelve minutes in. 
Yeah, we want okay. to talk about lore. Yep. What did um, you do, Chris? I have been playing Hearthstone, of course. With the work schedule and everything, it really doesn't leave me a lot of time to do much of anything else. I'm climbing to Legend again this season. Um, I've been playing a lot of StarCraft II co-op mode. I haven't been able to... Diablo 3 is one of those games I need another person with me to play sometimes, even though we're all, I'm always quiet whenever I'm playing with another person. It's just nice to have another person there while you're mindlessly grinding. Uh, so I haven't played much Diablo 3. Uh, played a little bit of Overwatch, a little tiny bit of Heroes of the Storm to finish up the Nexus Challenge last week, and... Uh, Chris will be happy to hear this. I, I, I'm still playing Star Trek because it's something I can mindlessly do Woo! while I'm awake at, you know, 7.30 in the morning waiting to go to bed. Well, I capped out my tactical officer, so you need to do that. I'm level 23. I don't know. I'll uh, jump back on my engineer and I'll level. Some. I, punch, I punch people in the face. That's all I know. Well, uh, that's been about... It- but the, if I jump on the engineer, we can actually do the higher difficulty stuff because I'm a tank and you're a healer and we can actually do stuff. Well, see, there we go. Uh, that's been about it for me. Uh, Wendy, even though your note says nothing meaningful to contribute and why, how was your week? It was great. It was great. Came out of the dark ages known as Utah and uh, oh, <laughs> experienced Jesus. real life. Yep. Yep. Had food I've never eaten before which was great saw art i've never seen before that was wonderful and what was the food you never eaten before isn't just about everything we ate isn't spicing like illegal in utah yes spicing your food is illegal in utah i'm pretty sure well it's it's not illegal but definitely none of the cookbooks include uh any type of seasoning no salt no pepper no nothing to our Mormon viewers and listeners, I apologize for that previous statement. On the on the topic Cream of, of food, mushroom soup on the topic is of, the seasoning of Mormons. Oh. On the topic of food you've never eaten before, I had ramen for the first time ever yesterday. Like Ooh. fucking legit. You're like how legit. Old are you, went to a restaurant. To a restaurant. I knew a restaurant that uh, I've never had ramen before. It was fucking delicious. I love it. <sighs> I'm fucking yeah. done with you. We're done with this. We're done with this fucking social media. How the fuck is social media been? Christopher, <laughs> well, how the fuck is social hold media on been? A second. Before, we, before we move on, I did I did think that we should give Wendy an opportunity to give a brief recap of her gaming history since she's never been on. Tell before. us who you are and uh, what do you do? Tell us your life in WoW. I started WoW, oh, in the first year that it came out, so started back um, in vanilla. I've played Diablo up until Season 9. A um, little bit of Heroes off and on, not too much. But real life's taken over the last few months, so I haven't been in game for three what, months. What did you what do you in WoW? WoW, though? Like, were you a raider? What, you know, how did you get into it? Um, back in the day, it was mostly dungeoning, but not raids. So I didn't have friends that were raiders. And back then you really had to know a raiding group. Oh, yeah. And I didn't have the time for that. So I didn't yeah. raid. Um, Tell Wrath. What has been your, what was your first character? What is the first one you made? It doesn't matter if it's the first one you leveled. What was the first one you made? Night Elf Druid. What was your first capped character? Was then that same character moved over to the Horde, mm-hmm. and it was Torn Druid. Oh wow! So you're you were you were originally a Druid. I know that's not the oh, case yeah. now. 
My druid's my main. What druid's your main? Are my main. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is it you most commonly play? Because I know you you don't play a druids too much anymore. Last couple of years, I played warlock. You like your warlock? I like my warlock. It's fun. I actually like healing the best, but it's been kind of fun to just sit back and pew pew. Mindlessly pew pew. Don't have to worry yeah. about it. Yep. I know that feeling. <laughs> Yeah, I'm straight. We don't I, get blamed for anything. Unless, uh, no, unless your minion don't. runs after not, any some. Not since BC, you all don't get blamed for anything. Yeah, I've yep. been a healer in tank since Wrath. I don't. Yep. I, I. I would. I like not having to worry about getting shouted at for things anymore. <laughs> Quit over nuking. Let some dots fall off. We don't have that many debuff slots left. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Debuff slot. Debuff slots. You remember those, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, they let's not let's not launch into a long-winded explanation of debuff fun. slots. No, they weren't. All right, <laughs> so we now have a little bit of a better grasp on our good buddy Miss Wendy. So, how uh, how's the social interaction? Considering we posted absolutely zero content last week. Um, so we did get a tweet from. Uh, do we really have to read this tweet? Like- yeah, do we, we really did. have to. Do you really have to read this? Yeah, tweet? we did. It, we're contractually yeah. obligated. We're contractually obligated. People tweet us. We have to t- say it. Wendy, you get a vote in this. Do we really have to read this tweet? Read it out. Oh, God <laughs> so damn it! He technically tweeted us twice. The first one was when we tweeted saying that there wasn't going to be a show and there we'd ha- talk about we'd do a show next week. He tweeted the horror, and then he tweeted us later saying, "I like big butts and I cannot lie." This is a public service announcement from your friendly neighborhood shadow priest. That is all. And who is that? That's that is Potato Nikolai. Slag 90, 91, and that is Nikolai. He's our Russian Jew friend that we love. Ah, oh, fucking <laughs> Nikolai. God damn it. I wish he had something better to do with his time than just tweet random things at us. So, news this week, folks. News time. Not too so, much news this week. Nah, there's, there's not a whole lot going on. Um... So, Kevin, what's going on in WoW this week? Um, so, the Arena Skirmish event is coming up, and Time Walking is ending from last week. And I did see that at least MMO Champ posted a guide on the upcoming uh, Tomb of Sarkaris raid. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to look at that, but that's up and out there. Uh, we'll post a link in the show yeah. notes. With the preview for the Tomb of Sargeras coming up, that does that does kind of solidify. Yeah, we're getting it in the next couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. prep up, guys. Get your flash, get your shit your together. Food, get all the things it's ready. It's going to be nine uh, errors of grinding. <laughs> no, nine uh, mobs, nine bosses. Yeah, still a big raid, dude. Which is pretty standard. Nine nine bosses is still pretty standard. Nine so bosses, four difficulties. Uh, technically two. tier two, yeah. What's the yes. overall tier number? Uh, God, we're at like 20, 22, something 22, like that. No, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, it's yeah. 20, I think. I think we're it's in the 20s 20. now, at least. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a lot of rating. Technically, we can also include dungeon tier zero are, and dungeon tier one. Uh, that's completely separate tiers? paths. Completely separate paths. Just like you don't really count, um, what was it, uh, 2.5. Yeah, do we not count 2.5? 2.5 really doesn't count, because that really wasn't like a full, like, it was a set, but it wasn't like a full set. That was, uh, Encourage. 
If you include those, we're at like 25, 26. If you don't, yep. we're at like 20, 21. I think the official Blizzard number is like 20. I just asked you nerds for a number and you have a whole conversation about it. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you too. This is what happens when you talk to vanilla nerds. Uh, so Wendy's what a else vanilla is... nerd. You don't hear her chiming in about this bullshit. <laughs> That's because she is just in awe of our sonorous voices. Yep. I'm, I'm, I've, text, got, yes. I've got a British accent. By default, I'm sexy. Okay. Oh, so you're British. I'm technically British until we get that independence vote. Yes. Oh, so you're English? No, I'm not. Don't don't start this shit with me. I will fucking cut you. I will come all the way to the US for fucking you, and I will cut you. Good luck. I live in Texas. You ain't gonna make it five feet before you get shot. <laughs> I, I, not wrong. I do love the accent. Thank you, dearie. As she was talking about the Texas accent. I was not talking about the Texas accent. You talk about the Texas accent. It's okay. So, Kevin, what else is going on in WoW? Uh, Chris, he dug up a link from Blizzard Watch that he wants to talk about. Yes. Um, so, for this is the lore topic that we're going to be doing today. So, I thought this was a perfect opportunity for you guys to have a look at Blizzard Watch's complete guide to Warcraft in print. This has got every single book you need to know about World. If you want to get into World of Warcraft lore, this is your link because it's got all the books in chronological order. Um, Didn't I some send of them are, you this link at some point in the past? Um, it, the that the site that that shall, shall not be named link had it. Uh, the old site for Blizzard Watch, the one that we don't talk about. Um, there was a link on there, but they obviously don't have access to that anymore. They don't have the rights to use that anymore. So they have redone the entire thing, including all the new books, all the new short stories, all uh, chronicles in there as well. Everything you need to know about Warcraft lore chronologically is on that link. We'll have a link to it on our website and in the show notes. So definitely make sure you have a look at it if you're if you're looking to get into Warcraft lore. Good shit. Uh, so real quick, Diablo three. We are still biding our time on Necromancer ETA. Uh, I believe they did just push out another build to the two point six PTR. Uh, I'm telling you, it. I'm telling you, it's coming out when Path of Exiles expansion hits that's very likely it's, it's like, very very likely we're getting so we're getting, tomb of, we're getting tomb of sargeras when final fantasy 14 early access hits which is the 16th we're gonna get path we're gonna get the necromancer when path of exiles hits tell you that right has never now. been one to drop something in a competing time frame simply we're, to drop it in they a dropped time siege of orgrimmar when final fantasy a realm reborn hit there may, there may be some marketing magic behind it, I'm sure. There might be. God only knows. But we still don't have an ETA. We're still looking another month down the line, probably. I, I did want to give a shout out to the podcast, and I, I did on the last week's show, too. But there is a podcast, Cool Story Bro. Uh, they're at KSB Podcast on Twitter. Um, and they do a really good Diablo three podcast and they talked a lot about the upcoming Necromancer on PTR. And from, from what I was listening to on their show, they were saying that Necro is pretty OP right now. If you do like a, a support build for them. So they're probably just tuning it. That's what, I, that's what my guess is. Oh yeah. They've, they've been in tuning. They've been doing tuning passes since what that's a month gone. and a half ago. They've been doing tuning since BlizzCon. Let's be honest. Well, the beta with the beta. They've been doing yeah. tuning since the, the official beta. Yeah. 
So, so people uh, are figuring out ways to exploit it pretty hard, and I think that they're just trying to figure out how to tone that back a little bit. Well, I, I know plans- I saw somebody with a one tr- with a multi-trillion hit, so yeah. <laughs> we played the Necromancer at BlizzCon, and it was a lot of fun. It yeah, was a lot of fun. For like the three spells that were open at that time. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. It, the spells that were open definitely felt like Zul from Heroes. It was definitely the Zul build that they gave us. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to it. I want to try an Necromancer. Zul's one of my favorite heroes in Heroes of the Storm. But I know that they did announce some of the pack details that will be coming with the Necromancer pack, though. What's that? I believe it was an extra stash slot for free. Um, two extra character slots. It might have been two. It might have been one. Not positive. Um, and there was something else. I think there was like wings or a, and a banner or something associated with it. I, I remember reading it somewhere. God only knows. I might just be misremembering this. Possibly. But I think I remember reading it somewhere. If I can dig up the link where I found it, I'll uh, drop it into the uh, into the show description uh, with our sources. Um, we've also got the other one of the other quicker things to talk about is Hearthstone. Hearthstone season thirty eight is ending very shortly. We've actually only got about three days, so it's Wednesday in the Americas, and it will be Thursday in the EU. Um, so we do have, if you're trying to get your card back or you're trying to get some of the rewards, now's the time to climb because the ladder is crazy, batshit insane right now. Usually is at the end of the season. It always is at the end of the season. Uh, the meta is solidifying. So, you know, if, if you're a net decker and I'll admit I net deck a lot of stuff, uh, now's the time to go try to dig through some of the decks and see what's going on. What's good. When, when are you saying what the hell is a net deck? Uh, a net so deck. net deck's a deck you find off the internet. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, a net deck is something where you put no thought into it. You just copy somebody else. It's been something that's endemic in card games for a very long time. Yeah. Um, I'm a net decker. It, that, I would have to be because I I have not really played Hearthstone. Oh, see, I again, I I, I played Magic. I, I played. I, I mention that every time, and I feel like I'm just flagellating myself, mentioning that I've spent so much money on cardboard dragons. Uh, but you know, it, it's hey, entertaining. I just, Even I net deck. I net you, deck sometimes. He's so. like, you've spent money on cardboard dragons. That's at least a physical item. I've spent so much money on digital dragons in World of Warcraft. So the amount I really, I haven't gone through and audited my uh, card boxes recently, but I know I had a couple grand worth in there last I checked. Um, <clears throat> so. Besides that, uh, who wants to talk about HOTS? Me. All right. Mr. Christopher, go ahead and talk us about HOTS. The Heroes of the Storm anniversary event will be kicking off May 30th. It will be uh, a, what, two-week event? Something like Uh, that, yeah. From May 30th to June 12th, uh, you will have a daily quest that you can complete by playing one game in AI quick match unranked or ranked uh you will get a common loot box per day if you do that you also have the event quest for playing three games in ai quick match um unranked or ranked during the anniversary event and you will receive an anniversary portrait an anniversary spray and an anniversary banner uh so not a big event but you get a loot box a day so go with it (laughs) Yeah, and I, I I know why they're doing it the way they're doing it because you know they're trying to see if they can solidify some of those gains they got during the Overwatch event. Yeah, because you also need to be reminded they've just completely redone the system and they've also just had the Nexus uh, challenge event. 
So it makes sense that this is a bit of a smaller event. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, completely. Totally okay with that. Kevin, you okay with that? Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> alongside that, we do have the Overwatch first anniversary event currently going on in Overwatch. Uh, there is a free anniversary loot box for you in Overwatch as soon as you log in for free. So make sure if you actually play Overwatch, you've logged in recently to get your loot box. Um, they have the normal nine uh, game three box queue that you can get out of the arcade for free. Um, they've also got uh, three modes up, two modes up, I believe, right now that grant a free loot box for your first completion, first win, um, or three ones for your first win. I don't remember. Um, I actually, actually haven't logged into to Overwatch to even get my Heroes of the Storm ones. Moron. Um, <laughs> so there's actually been quite a bit of controversy this time around. I know they've been talking. We've had a lot of controversy. Blizzard has caught a lot of flack before about the really expensive nature of a lot of their microtransactions lately. Yep. And uh, right now, the big uh, the big issue a lot of people are having is that I believe I think somebody sat down and did the math. You would need sixty four thousand coins to craft all of the anniversary edition items. Uh, 33,000 of that is just for the Legend Beal, what is it, 11 Legendary Skins or whatever? Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's actually going to be, a lot of people are kind of complaining about that, and uh, a lot of people have mentioned that, you know, statistically, when you look at a large number of loot boxes, there's not been a lot of Legendary Skins. People are having a lot of trouble getting some of the Legendary Skins to drop, uh, especially because they added 100 separate items. Uh, over a hundred yeah. items to this, uh, to this, it, it really dilutes the pool, especially when you consider you have all the previous regular loot box stuff in there too. And, so, and here's the thing: if you, let's be honest, if you look at Heroes, which pretty much has the exact same loot system now, it's a lot. The stuff isn't as anywhere near as expensive as it is in Overwatch, and the yeah. crafting materials, the shards are very easy to get. You can get loot boxes a lot more efficiently because you have well over 60 heroes that you can level up, and you're always adding more heroes. There's at least a hero a month you get. So and, it's a lot more. It's a lot easier to get these legendary items in Heroes of the Storm, which has the exact same system than it is in Overwatch. But can you actually craft something with gems, meaning real money, in heroes? No, you do not heroes? craft with you gems. Purchase, you purchase, purchase loot boxes and gems, which has a chance to get stuff, and you can get re replicas, which will give you shards, and you can even get shards in the loot box. So Right, but you can actually use gems to purchase skins still. You can't do that in uh, Overwatch, right? No, Overwatch has no, no real, money, real money way of purchasing because of the fact that it, you have to buy the game, so everything else is everything that's cust everything that's a customizable upgrade because there is no power upgrades in Overwatch um, is essentially just you have a chance to get this, or you can right. save up your gold to craft it. So and that's that's what I'm noticing in Heroes is that if I want to use shards, which is the craftable item crafting material it, if i want to do that to like not have to spend money on something it does take a shitload if i wanted to save up for a legendary you still need like 1600 
of the shards to craft a legendary item, which would take a, a lot, a lot of loot boxes in order to get something like that. Yeah, but I, I literally just crafted like, the Diva voiceover, which is 1400. I, I feel like because of how the difference in the leveling system between the two of them, the, the reward tiers is the uh, heroes versus overwatch i feel like you know there it's easier to get stuff out of heroes because you do get loot boxes so commonly comparatively yeah um, with and overwatch i'm at a point i'm in i'm in my 60s right now so i'm at a point where you know i don't get the benefits of being you know one through 20 where you know the level the level gap is very small yeah for the xp amount you need versus you know being at where i am where it's a stable number every single level um so it takes it feels like it feels like it takes me more games to get to where I want to be. And you also need to remember that at, at certain points in Heroes, you're when you level up a tune, you're given shards or you're given gold or you're given gems, um, and you also get additional loot boxes. So if you hit ten, you get a loot box, but then you also get another loot box specifically for that character. So you get two loot boxes when you hit ten on a tune. But once you level those characters up, it takes a lot more EXP to go from one level to another after level 12. Yeah. So you're hitting a point where it feels like you're getting loot boxes a lot less and it becomes harder and harder to get shards to craft items add in heroes every month and you get a loot box a level every hero. So you're always going to be getting... If you spend the money or the gold on that new character. Well, let's be honest. If you're playing, if you're playing even casually, you always have enough to get the heroes. I've, I, I haven't purchased a, a hero with gold in months, uh, with uh, yeah, money in months, with real money in months, because I haven't had to. Because if you play even casually, you have enough to buy the heroes. They're not expensive for in-game currency. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's, 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 that's a good long conversation we've had about that. Um, I think that's going to cover all the news this week. I would agree. Uh, yep. We will have a link to both the HOTS and the Overwatch and the Blizzard Watch Guide to Warcraft in print. That's going to be inside of the show description, or it's going to be somewhere in our sources, somewhere after we point, post the whole damn thing at some indeterminate point in the day. Um, so let's sit here and talk about our main topic. So this is... Kind of an experiment for us, uh, much like, you know, how we've been experimenting these last two weeks with different formats to the show. This is another format that, you know, we wanted to try. Uh, we're calling it Storytime Question and Answer Q&A. Uh, so we're going to basically give the floor to Kevin and... And Wendy. And Wendy. Uh, at the same time, though, Wendy has some of the answers to this, but at the same time, they both seem like they're in a place where, you know, this is going to be really interesting bit of conversation for us. So we're going to cede the floor to Mr. Kevin and Miss Wendy. We're oh. going to let them ask us some questions because we are the turbo nerds here. Yep. So. And story time is our code name for lore. So anything that is lore related, we're calling story time. And in the future, we may even have some standalone episodes that are story time, which is Chris and Gav talk about nonsense for an hour. Um, story time coast to coast, <laughs> folks. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. All right. So we have three questions today that we wanted to go over to just kind of ask some lore-related questions based on stuff that we've seen in the game and we wanted to get some more information about. So Wendy actually has the first question here. Yep, so I want the history of the Banshee Queen. Chris, I am going to cede this completely over to you. 
I'm just gonna back off on this one because I, I I know you really are having a lot of trouble containing your orgasm right now. Love it. Uh, Sylvanas, uh, the high ranger of the high elves at the time. Uh, so Sylvanas is the, I want to say youngest of three sisters. Correct, uh, sir. So uh, it, w- it goes in the order of Illyria, uh, Illyrio and Runner, who everyone knows, you know, went off with Teralion, her man crush. Uh, her sister, Verisa, who has her man crush, Ronan, who's dead. And then we have Sylvanas, the younger of the three sisters. Is Sylvanas the youngest or is it Verisa? I swear it's Sylvanas. I'm pretty certain it's Sylvanas also, but you know what? That's something we can dig up at a later point in time. Did, Ver- did Verisa work at Starbucks? Uh, no. No. Verisa no. married Ronan and had twin half-elf children. Yep. Okay. Which, I would have to let's point out, if you look at all three Wonderrunner sisters, they love their human men. They really do. They really do. They really have a thing <laughs> they for really them human. They really do. All three of them. Um, I understand that. I'm, I'm a little um, biased oh. towards human men also. Well, Illyria has Teralion, Verisa has Ronan, and Sylvanas has Nathanos. Which, that's its whole weirdness in and of itself, too. Yeah, we need to talk about Nathanos and Sylvanas together at some point. We need to talk about Nathanos, <laughs> period, at some point. The only human ranger general... The only human ranger, sorry. The only human ranger of Silvermoon ever to live. He is as good as Lorthamar, Sylvanas. His archery skills are as good as all of them. And he's in his, what, 30s? Thirties, forties, something like that. Yeah. You were saying. <sighs> you were saying. You were yeah, saying. Sylvanas. So, um, a, 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 an interesting point about Sylvanas: she never ever wanted to be the High Ranger General of Silverman. It wasn't. It was something that was kind of passed to her, mainly because Illyria didn't want it. So Illyria was originally the. All three sisters were were up for the the, the job. Illyria didn't want it. Verisa didn't want it. Savannah's kind of took it out of duty. It's her thing. She's very duty riven. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, but you know, um, Illyria also had all of her own issues relating to things. So you know, yeah. running around killing trolls, killing orcs. Yeah, yeah. She, she, Illyria went off to be the troll killer, um, the troll and the and the orc killer. And Sylvanas was like, "Well, no one else wants the job. I'll, I'll just fucking do it." Uh, this was the first time that the 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 uh, ranger general post was actually moved down to another family member. Usually, it's something that another another elf would take up, but it was moved from Sylvanas's mother. I can't remember her name. Don't ask me. Um, and then it You're was the given. You're the weeaboo for elves, so I am the weeaboo for elves. <laughs> I'm the... Please don't make that stick. <laughs> Please don't make that stick. Uh, sucks to be you, son. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, Sylvanas uh, didn't want the Ranger General post. She she took took up the post out of the duty just because it's what she is. She's very duty-driven. Moving on to... Let, let's skip ahead a couple thousand years. We'll go to straight to when uh, she met Nathanos and she went... She's she, not that old. Just, just to clear up... To, you're, you're talking to Kevin, remember... Just to clear up, I'm Kevin, she's lost. not really all that old. She's not, she's not, but most elves are, but she's not. 
So for some reason, we went into the Kardashians for a minute there. And I'm, where is Sylvanas? The thing is, the Sylvanas, the, the Windrunners are essentially the Kardashians of Warcraft. Kind of, sort of. They keep marrying, you know, like popular men. Popular men. <laughs> they, they marry very popular men and uh, they, they get famous happens. because they're marrying popular men. Is that what happens? Kind of, sort of. Kind of. Did any of them make a sex tape? No, not, I don't believe so. I not don't that believe we they know of, but it not, wouldn't. Verisa wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, no, no, no. See, she is the frothiest <laughs> of the bunch. <sighs> Can we continue this now, gentlemen? Uh, let's get Keep forward. Dead. Let's get forward. So, uh, Nathanos, we're actually going to have to. You know more about Nathanos than I do. Okay, so Nathanos. I can't remember the man's actual last name. You know, he goes by the Blight Caller eventually. Blight Caller is, yeah. He eventually goes by the uh, the patronomic, the Blight Caller. Um, Nathanos was a Morris? human. No. Hmm? Nathanos Morris, something like that? Morris. Maris. 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 Because it's the Maris Stead is where he's Maris posted Stead. up. In, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nathanos is a human. He is a hunter. He is a woodsman. He is an outdoorsman. Uh, he finds, essentially, he finds Sylvanas one day and basically goes, hey, what's up? How you doing, girl? Pretty much. What's up, babe? Come here often. Uh, essentially pulls that line and she takes him under her wing. Uh, there's a lot more history that I didn't really go over there, but, uh, you know... The high elves are not happy about this, by the way. For the brevity of time, you know, I'm gonna kind of leave it at that. Um, high elves are very unhappy with this, too. That is absolutely 100% correct. Um, and she basically trains him in the ways of the rangers, of the Silvermoon Rangers, and he basically is... He, become, he actually does become the first ranger of Silvermoon to not be an elf. Um, and he's basically, as we learn later on in the stories, especially now here in Legion, we start learning that, uh, you know, he is a hundred, he, he is a hundred percent devoted to Sylvanas, not to the Forsaken, not to the Dreadlords, not, not to, to the, the Horde. Horde. He is a hundred percent dedicated to Sylvanas and only Sylvanas. Uh, yeah, he's, he's kind of crazy. He's a little bit on the ape shit scale. I'd, I'd say he's probably a solid six point three. Well, give let's or take. Be honest, love does that. You know, also, you know, having your soul ripped out and thrown into a body that doesn't belong to you. Yeah, that that does it too. Well, technically, that's not what happened. Technically, that's not what happened. It was more of a the Valkyrie used his nephew to kind of revitalize Nathanos's body, but at the same time incorporating his nephew's body into him, which, yeah. wow, I regret phrasing it like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Valkyr or something we'll explain later. Uh, yeah. Hold on a second. She uh, fell in love with some dude, trained him up, and then how does... Wh where did the Forsaken come in? So, so we're about to get to that. Yep. All right. um, so uh, moving on a bit more into the future, we've got the attack on Silverman by the Lich King. The... the the Siege of Quelthalas. The Siege of Quelthalas. Now, at this point, Nathanos had already left and went back to the Maristead uh, to defend that, to protect that area. He had fallen in battle and been turned into a, just a, a genuine, a general scourge. He wasn't like this is like, before so he wasn't the like intelligence. Yeah, this is this before, before the Lich King's hold fell. 
Mm-hmm. So he was just a general scourge. Um, Sylvanas uh, was uh, you, leading her, the defense yeah, leading of the defense of Silvermoon. Uh, she fell in battle with the Lich King, but the Lich King was so pissed with in her. Personal combat was it, was it personal? It combat? was personal combat. Yeah, um, I'm not positive. He, I'll be frank. I haven't played Warcraft. I'm pretty forever. confident it was personal combat. But he was so enraged by her defiance that he raised her soul as a banshee. Uh, which it's not a it's not a nice thing. No. Now a little bit of context for why Arthas is pushing into Silverman. Just just as briefest bit of context. He wants the Sunwell. He needs the Sunwell for a very specific reason. Uh, his mentor, the Kel'Thuzad. Necro- his mentor, Kel'Thuzad, the necromancer who is working under Ner'zhul's, the Lich King's rule. Uh to push forth the just the general undead plague uh, falls in battle. And so he speaks to him from beyond the grave, though, from a phylactery, uh, which is made up of Arthas's father's urn. And so Terranus Menethil. Uh, and he tells him that he needs the power of the sun will to, re- to create, make himself anew. To essentially revive him. Kingdom. So they take all the Scourge forces in the Eastern Kingdom and push straight up into Silvermoon. Big deal, if you've ever played a Blood Elf from the starting zone, there's actually called there's actually an area of Silvermoon called the Scar, and it's just this long blight trail where a bunch of undead still reside. Which, by the way, the Dead Scar actually goes all the way through uh, Eversong Woods and actually goes through the sea as well onto the Isle of Quildenas, which is where the Sun Sunwell is. So, that's just a little bit of context there. So, the reason that Arthas is pushing it is because his his teacher told him from beyond the grave, hey, bro, let's go get raised. Let's go get lit, son. Pretty much. Um, let's go get it, drunk on Night Elf. Let's go get drunk on Blood Elf Mana. We'll move on a little bit to Warcraft 3, the Frozen, the frozen Throne expansion, where Arthas' hold takes on the Scourge... Throne. Yes. Arthas' hold on the Scourge is weakening and it's weakened to a point where just for a split second sylvanas breaks it sylvanas breaks hold um and she's actually able to go back get her body and so she's a banshee inside her body with her normal intelligence and complete control of herself Mind you, it's a generic elf, if I remember correctly, in the very beginning. Originally, it was a, actually back in Vanilla WoW. It was a, a blood. It was a night elf model. She had. Yes, it was a night elf model originally. Um, um, I think they actually explained that away at some point. Yep, and then it was a blood elf, a generic blood elf model, and then she got her own model in Cataclysm, I believe. And um, then they bowed to pressure and changed her from having wearing battle panties. Yeah, I like those battle panties. They were cool. Battle um, panties were cool. So she she got her body back. She her and the rest of the at this point still scourged, but soon to be known as Forsaken, who had got control, took took Lordaeron back, and they settled and founded the Undercity with the assistance of Veramathras. With the assistance of Veramathras, yes, the, the Dread Lord, who she enslaves. She enslaves that mother, and... And then we learn a couple then, of years yeah. down the line that it didn't really work that way. No, it didn't. Goddamn Wrathgate! Goddamn Wrathgate. Remember Rip the Wrathgate, Rathgate. bitches. Mm-hmm. Always remember. Always remember the Wrathgate. <sighs> um, so, 
after after she uh, settles the Undercity, she actually goes and finds Nathanos. Uh, this is uh, was it in the short story? The new I short it was story. In the short story. She finds him, um, and their connection. Bear in mind, he's just a mindless scourge. I think she finds him feasting on a woman, a dead woman, just eating her, eating her, her uh, corpse. And their connection is so strong that by her shouting his name twice, I believe, it gives him clarity enough to know who he is. Um, and he's Nathanos again, but he's still in this, you know, shambling corpse of a body. So this is where we come back to what we were talking about with uh, Nathanos and Sylvanas. So probably skip over some of the Nathanos part right now. Oh, but it's so good. <laughs> it's so good, but it's told so much better in the short story. It is. Everyone needs to go read that short story. What's it called again? I fuck if I know. It's, a, it's the newest short story on the Blizzard web, on the WoW website. Everyone needs to go and read it. It's so fucking good. It's going to give you a lot more backstory about the Nathanos line than we can. Long story short, Sylvanas takes over Lordaeron uh, after reasserting after asserting her control from the Lich King. Uh, takes over the surrounding area and basically fortifies the city of Lordaeron into a stronghold for the Forsaken that have broken free of Ner'zhul and the Lich King. Um, fast forward past that point, you get to... Uh, wow. At this point, uh, peace envoys have come from Sylvanas to Thrall. To, from from Sylvanas to Thrall, uh, basically entreating access to the uh, Orcish Horde. Now, mind you, this is 90% a gameplay convention, so that there were even numbers of races per continent. So you had the... Um, oh, God. Uh, you had the... The humans and dwarves, yeah, the humans, and the dwarves, and the gnomes on Eastern Kalimdor, Kingdoms. Eastern Kingdoms, and you had the uh, Forsaken there as well. So there was three you... and one, and then on the other continent, it was the Night Elves, which was the one for the Alliance, and then you had the Orcs, the Trolls, and the Tauren, which was the three. So it was three and one on both sides. So the great Varrock Sarfang tells Thrall that he's a fool for allowing the. Uh, forsaken into the horde. Thrall basically goes, well, the only reason I'm doing this is to keep my enemies close, and she provides a good strategic objective uh, on the Eastern Kingdoms. He, that is their foothold on the Eastern Kingdoms. Which makes sense. It does. It really does. Um, so, long story short, she's just using the horde. She has no allegiance to the horde. She has no no grand desire to see the horde rise to power. She simply is in it for her own goals. Then, uh, I will disagree with that now, but then, yes, 100%. I still think she's in it for her own goals, as evidenced by the fact that, you know, she takes the Orcish Horde, she takes the Orcs straight to Stormheim to try to get, get, uh, cut a deal with Helia for her life, basically. I have a different theory on why she cut a deal. Because it's never, it's never expressly stated why she cut the deal. I have a different theory, though. 
but she needs Valkyr. But that's beside the point. That's beside the goddamn point. Yeah. That's beside the point. Long story short, Sylvanas has had a really interesting character arc over the last 10 years. Uh, 13 years. Um, she's gone from anti-hero to villain to hero to villain to villain to anti-hero to leader of the horde. Leader, she, was, yeah. she was selected personally by Vol'jin. On Vol'jin, his dying breath. With his dying breath, tells them that Sylvanas is the next war chief of the Horde. And I think he told her that partially just... I, I think that he partially did it just to keep her honest. Yep. Uh, because I, would agree. I thought he did it because she became popular in Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> she is one she of the better the sports specialists. Book. She is one of the better specialists. <laughs> she is. She's a very solid specialist. But it's it's to keep an eye on her because he knows that if he had elected someone like Varric Sarfang or Bane. Bane, there would have been an issue. Yeah. No, he did it because she has a rockin' body and he knows that legions of men it's, would follow her to death. It's falling apart. No, it's not. In fairness, her and Nathanos now, their bodies are locked. They will not decay like the other Forsaken. She 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 is locked in that said that that state of decay that she was in when the Valkyr resurrected her after she jumped off of Ice Crown. Are there any other questions about Sylvanas while we're on this? Any questions, Miss Wendy? Honestly, was lost like five minutes ago. That's okay. But here's I think, the thing: I think, we were, because we didn't like give you start to finish timeline, we were kind of jumping to keep it succinct. It was a bit confusing. I will agree with that. But, it it's, but it's it's the it's the side characters. That's the problem. Is like yeah, it, that's that's you kind have of to like issue. explain all these side characters to explain her, and I get lost because I don't know who those side characters even I are. I think we could have succinctly summed it up with uh, she she's a badass. Is, she is a dead woman who leads a bunch of other dead people and does really kind of shitty things. But now she's in charge of the horde. And as a badass. Fair enough. All right, so... uh The second question that I have before we end the show is, who are the Draenei? I'm going to start that one. Yeah, you are. Um, You know more about them. The Draenei, uh, or exiled ones. The Draenei means exile. Uh, Draenor means the exiles world, basically. Uh, the Draenei are an offshot of the, uh, basically a splinter faction of the Eridar race. The Eridar race lived on Argus thousands of years ago. At some point, they were propositioned, I believe it was 10,000 years ago, or so. Everything was fucking 10,000 no, years ago. No, it was longer game. than that. It was like it was, 30 or something like, it was like that. 30,000 years ago or something, yeah, it was some, a long time. I, I'd have to go open up I'd have to go find a copy of Chronicle. I need to grab Chronicle, Chronicle, yeah. Um, So, a long-ass time ago, three Draenei elders, three Eridar elders, led the Eridar people. Kil'jaeden, Archimonde, and Velen. Velen has a vision at some point of their world on fire. And his son lying in his arms, dying. Uh, though you don't really know that. Um, at some point, Sargeras c- 
comes in and basically offers a deal to the Aragorn. He goes, yo, brah, y'all come roll with me, and we're going to set fire to this bitch. Everything. Kill Jaden and Archimonde are like, oh, brah, fucking awesome. Let me go get my Molotov cocktails. Velen's like, eh, I have homework to do. So Velen acts like a nerd and decides that he doesn't want to go do it because he's seen a vision of his people in destruction and, you know, the demon, the, Wait, their demonic nature is taking what, over. Them. What world does he want to, does Sargeras want to blow up? All of them. He wants to, he wants to all blow worlds. up all worlds. Okay. Okay. So including their own. Yes. yes. So that, that requires just a slight bit of explanation. Yeah, so why, why does he? Why do the other two? Why do they agree with that? Hold on, because they're power you need, hungry and they couldn't see the to, future. You need to let us explain Sargeras. So Sargeras wants to destroy all worlds because he's decided that the void um, is too powerful, and the best way to deal with that is to just start again, wipe everything. Life and started once in the universe, it can start again. That's his logic. He has a certain amount of logic to it. So basically, yeah. the Void is this big bad, in, big bad series of entities that exists that is an entropic quality of the universe. You cannot have the light without the Void. So Sargeras, Sar, Sargeras was a titan... He was the protector of the Titan. He was the protector of the Titans. He was the warder of new worlds. Yeah. Um, the Titans go rolling around in their 68 caddy uh, throughout the galaxy and the universe. Jesus and Christ. they make planets all like awesome and shit. Yeah. And they nurture life and they nurture Titan souls within those planets. Uh, Sargeras at some point discovers the demons and discovers a bunch of other shit and realizes that there's nothing he can do to stop the Void. Everything they do is going to be destroyed. He discovers a planet with a world, a Titan world soul in it that has been completely and utterly corrupted by Old Gods and the Void. So he goes, well, fuck this shit, throws down his fucking gloves, and he's all like, bitches, what's up? Let's go do this. Um, so he slices just, the planet in half. So he slices the planet in half. He slices so the whole he, goddamn planet in half. He sides with the Void. He no, sides he, against the void. Okay. He is against. Okay, so he is against anything that would allow the void a chance to grow, be it light or dark, because you need the light. You need order for the void to exist. You need light for the shadow to exist. He realizes that no matter what happens, he is never going to be able to stop the void if he if there's still life in the universe. So he decides that he is going to fucking just burn everything to the goddamn ground. And bear in mind, this includes himself. He, when he, he when he wipes everything out, he ultimately plans on killing himself. And he, he's gone through all the logic that he can think of. And he, this is literally the only answer he can figure out that is going to solve the issue of the void. This is this so is the only stopping, thing that logically makes sense. To by him. stopping the light, it will stop the void from growing. It, it, when, no, 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 it's not just stopping the light. It's stopping everything, everything: shadow, light, void, dark, earth, fire, air. He is going to fucking take everything down to the atomic level of the universe. He is going to just scorched earth the whole damn thing and let it try to start again, so that he can stop the void. Yes. 
Yeah. Because the void okay. is the ultimate entropic force in the universe. If the void exists, it will corrupt. Okay. So the only answer he's been able to come up with is fucking nuke it. Just scorched earth, salt the ground, burn the burn the fields, be done with it, and start over again. And that's what the Burning Crusade is. Uh, so he comes with an offer to the Eridar leaders and goes, yo, let's roll, bitches. And Archimonde and Kil'jaeden are like, sure, what the fuck? Because they're hungry for power and they don't have the gift of prophecy like Velen does. Velen sees a prophecy that tells him basically, yo, dog, GTFO. So <clears throat> he grabs a group of like-minded Eridar uh, and they basically steal a ship, which is the Exodar. No, it's not. It's not the Exodar. No, that's from, uh, that's, oh, sh that's, yeah, what, what was the fucking ship they stole? The original ship was the Garadar, and it wasn't stolen, Garadar. it was provided by the Naru. That's right, fucking Naru. Goddamn musical fucking wind chimes. Yeah. Quit but, talking yeah, in my goddamn head. So, the Naru provide this ship, the Garadar, and the... Wait, where, where did the Naru come from? The they Naru... are entities... <laughs> Of unknown origins, but they Although seem to be light. Although we kind of know the, we kind of know that Elun created them, sort of. Kind but we of. don't know Elune what Elun is. is. Weird so they see that the Draenei are getting blown they're not up. The Draenei, yet they're still the Eridar. They're still the Eridar. And they help. Uh, what's his name? They help Valen and Velen. his group of like-minded Eridar. Uh, they create a ship for them, the Garadar, and they use that to escape Argus and fly out into the cosmos to find a safe haven for themselves. And so Jaden's not happy about this. No, they go and they fly around for a while and <laughs> kill Jaden and Archimonde are like, bro, seriously, this is supposed to be three of us. Just yep. like this podcast. Um, there were supposed to be three of us, dog. There were supposed to be three of us, dog. And he goes absolutely apeshit and he becomes Archimonde, he becomes uh, Kill Jaden the Deceiver. Yep. Um, and Archimonde the Defiler? I believe so. Um... So Kill Jaden basically decides that he's gonna like find Velen and he's gonna make Velen suffer for his treachery against them. And um, this is round about the time where they change what they are. They're no longer they they're cease, no longer are the Eridar cease to really be the original Eridar. They become the demonic Eridar that we all know and love, the red fell red blooded. Skins. Yeah, assholes that are, yeah. you know, because gigantic. The, the Eridar were very arcane and light-orientated before they met Sargeras. That's when they became corrupted, red-skin, and fail-oriented. Um, and the Eridar that broke off with Velen uh, accept a new name. They call themselves the Draenei. They are the, the exiled, exiled ones. ones. And um, they've eventually find Draenor, but it's a long time in the making. They've only yeah, been, they, on, according to Chronicle Two, they've only been on Draenor for three hundred years, and they've been flying around for tens of thousands of years. Yes. So, so they've like three hundred years ago from the current timeline, they found Draenor. They landed on Draenor. They crashed the Garadar because, of course, they crash it. What else are they gonna do? It's fucking Draenei. They fucking crash everything. Apparently, they yeah. So they crash. The they crash the uh, the Garadar. Um, and they found they head to Shadow Moon and found the founded the city of um, Talador. Is that what it's called? 
Shadow Moon Talador, yeah. Talador? Talador, the Black Temple. Yep. So they found a Talador, which later becomes the Black Temple. Um, they found Car- Shad- Carabor. Carabor, not Talador. Carabor, thank you. Um, and then they founded Shatrath, and then the orcs got corrupted by the Legion, and the orcs kind of, well, massacred them. That's the best way to describe it. Yep, and that kind of ties back into, you know, some other stuff we've talked about in the past, like Grom, Warlords of Draenor, of nature, the Warlords, things of that nature. But that's something we'll talk about at another time. Uh, long story short, the orcs get all bloodlusty and murder uh, like 90% of the Draenei. Yep, uh, they again helped by the Naru with another ship, the Exodar, escape from Draenor and head to Azeroth. They crash land on the Azeromist Isles and Burning Crusade happens. That's pretty much it. Uh, Velen does so a lot Draenei of shit. Draenei is not on Earth? The no, Draenei are, are not, not native. native. No, they are from Argus. They are originally um, Eridar from Argus. So you're, you're talking about back in Burning Crusade timeline when this happened? Hmm? When they back in Burning Crusade plus about 40,000 years before that. No, no, that the destroyed by, destroyed by the orcs. It took them time to get here. So the... Th- when when did the Dark Portal open? Was that the First War? Yeah, First War, Dark Portal opened. That's roughly... I'd probably give it maybe... That's sec- the time frame because they needed these sacrifices to yeah, power so, the portal. So I would say First War onwards is them travelling to... is travelling to Azeroth. Yeah. So the Orcs didn't have a spaceship. They used the portal. They used yes. the portal, yeah. But the Draenei used the spaceship. Yes, because, because the they were escaping from Draenor and it was given to them by the Naru. Because it's space goat magic, bitches. I ain't gotta because explain space shit. Goats. Yeah. They ain't gotta explain shit. Okay. <laughs> no, no, s- seriously. The, the Draenei are literally space gypsies. That, that's, it's, they are based, like, their speech patterns are based on the Romani and the Roma. They are Why space gypsies. Why did it take them so long to find the planet that they stayed on? They are literally hurtling through the Twisting no, Nether no, and no, 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 the no, Great no. Dark Beyond with the, freaking magic. The reason it took them so long to get to Draenor and settle is because every time they settled on a planet, the Legion showed up. Just like okay. on Draenor, they settled on Draenor, they were there for about 300 years, the Legion showed up after about 200 of that and started corrupting the orcs and but fueled their bloodlust. This time, instead of just doing an all-out frontal assault against them like they normally would, Kill Jaden had the brilliant idea of sub- of subverting the orcs. Yep. And which is where you get the blood of Manoroth, etc., etc. So the Legion previously would just show up and just all-out attack them. This time they were sneaky about it, so they had 100, like, 100 to 50 years to kind of build up that power base within the orcs. Um, that's and, one of the reasons that he's known as the Deceiver. And the Draenei were actually a subject people to the Orcs yeah, for the orcs, quite a while. The, the, they didn't have a peace treaty or anything, but they definitely weren't aggressive towards each other. They, were, they lived in peace. They didn't attack each other. The Draenei stayed where they were. The Orcs stayed where they were. And they just... I think they actually even had, had trades between each other. Some, some of the so. Orcs clan traded with the Draenei. I mean, I and, know. I mean, in fact, that's where they pick up. You know that that's that's where the broken derive their knowledge of shamanism from. Yes, things of that nature. Is, is, is their interactions with the orcs? That's where Thrall's mum, uh, Thrall's mother. What's her name? Not oh, Gaia. Uh, that's 
No, it's not Gaia. It's I know fucking Draka. Draka. That Draka. Draka speaks fluent Draenei because she was exiled from her clan because she was too young and too weak, and she was she was taken in by the Draenei people. She speaks fluent Draenei. The thralls' mama speaks Draenei. Yeah. Oh, she dead now. She's dead in one universe. Yeah. So, Chris, L, or sorry, Gavril, why don't you sum it up? Uh, long story short, um, there are some magic space gypsies and shit who had a falling out with their space gypsy brethren, and then their space gypsy brethren went all roid rage psychopatch on them. So, yeah. Uh, now they're running, and now they're awesome Russian gypsy Romany spellcaster dudes. That can be hunters. Yeah. That's really kind of the long and the short of it. Um, right now, they are mobilizing for war. This is what they have been waiting for since... This is what a large faction of Draenei have been waiting for since they escaped Argus originally, thousands wait, of years ago. They've been waiting to, to take they want their the planet fight. Back. They've wanted to take the fight back to them. Velen has finally just broken. Velen, the, the death of Rakish, the death of his son, just, spoilers, by the way, like, eight-month-old spoilers right there. Um, the death of his son has finally just driven him to the point that he has stopped caring. He is ready to go back to Argus. He is ready to lay the smack down on the, the men that he called brothers. That's why at the end of that scenario, Velina says very clearly, prep the Exodar for launch, we're going home. And that's very likely what we're going to be seeing at... That's either going to be the Argus patch we're getting... Yep. Uh, or, or a future is, expansion. Or some sort of future... Or some matter of future expansion. Uh, long story short, Velen doesn't fuck around. He is a... 20,000 year... 30,000 year old whatever... Uh, space goat wizard Jedi asshole. And he's done. He's just done. He's, he's done. He's stopping. He's tired of running. He and his people have been running for thousands and thousands of years. He's ready yep. to just stand his ground. Any other and questions it's about be the Draenei? Fucking awesome, by the way, when we go to Argus. <laughs> Any questions about the Draenei, folks? No. No. That was that was was that succinct enough, even with my uh with my no, terrible I, characterizations. I, I was able to follow that pretty well. Thanks. See, there we go. That works for me. All right. Any other questions, folks? We are at uh, pretty much time for we're show. Time. Yeah, we're at time for show. So, um, this is Kevin's favorite part of the show for some unfathomable reason. This is Don't Do That. So in Don't Do That, we go over something that you should not do. And this week, I have a real life Don't Do That. And it involves homeless people asking me for a cigarette. <laughs> uh, while walking around D.C., I was smoking. I know it's a filthy habit and I should stop, so I don't Keep need that hate smoking. mail. Filthy so, smoker. Um. There were several occasions where people asked me, can I bum a cigarette? I did not reply to them. One gentleman asked if he could purchase a cigarette off of me, and I said no. And he's like, ask me again because he thought, you know, hey, I'm going to give you money for this. And I'm still like, sorry, sorry, sir. No, I can, you cannot buy one from me. And then finally, someone just finally walked up into both of our faces and was like, can you save me the end of your cigarette so that she could, I'm assuming, smoke our shorts, 
which is a term of um, smoking a cigarette after someone has finished their cigarette, even though there's a little bit left, um, which I, again, just walked right past. And I believe we walked through a red light just so, yep. get, you <laughs> know, did. just to get away from that particular woman. Uh, so uh, homeless people don't do that. Yep. Um, you realize the homeless so people don't hear this, right? They, 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 they can't hear this generally. And B, you know, <laughs> it, it may just be a systemic issue relating to mental illness, something like that. We yeah. here on Azeroth Coast to Coast are sensitive to the plight of people. Not everybody's on their feet okay. at all times. Hey, if you are a homeless person and you're listening to this show... Don't ask people for cigarettes. It's rude. Uh, stick to asking for money, including right. 350. God. <laughs> and buy your own cigarettes. With Why does it always come to Tree Fitty? At some point, it will come back to Tree Fitty. Every if a homeless person asks me for Tree Fitty, I will actually give them Tree Fitty because that that's a good reference. To Has suffer. there been a show where we haven't mentioned Tree Fitty? Uh, last week. Okay. I was going to mention it at some point, but uh, yeah. Excuse me, uh, can I have 350? Goddamn God Loch Ness monster. Goddamn Loch Ness monster. No, that's monster. some principle. He'll give him 350, but not the end of a cigarette. Yep, Excuse me, is, it's 350. Here's the thing if people listen to us and they don't know what South Park is, and they don't understand this reference, they think they're we're just gonna, insane. They're just gonna We've already linked them to the show joke. in a previous link. They're going to assume we're insane. insane. <laughs> Chris, shut the fuck up. What's your don't do that? Um, my don't do that, I didn't write it down. My don't do that is just, it's, it's well related. Don't queue up an LFR as a healer if you're not going to fucking heal. Okay? We've had this argument like five I know, million times. But it so happens <laughs> every fucking week. I've done it. <laughs> You are. I didn't even change my spec. I didn't even change my spec. I was still shadow when I zoned in. You are the worst human being I have ever met. If that's what you do, (laughs) Wendy, do you happen to have anything you'd like to add to? Don't do that. Yes, don't use cream of mushroom soup as a spice. That is (laughs) very appropriate. (laughs) Yes. Goddamn Mormons and goddamn Loch Ness monster. Um. My don't do that is um, don't use rusty pliers on something you're going to be, you know, vaporizing liquid out of and inhaling. Oh, you didn't. Yeah, that's why I'm back with the deck now. That's why I'm using the RDA deck uh, instead of the tank is because uh, something broke off on the inside. I was trying to You were silly. And I used the wrong pair of pliers. I picked up the wrong pair of pliers because my wife moved my clean ones. So it's really her that fault. is disgusting. It's really her fault. Yeah. So that that tank is gone. That's terrible. I am going to buy a Nautilus too. So I'm going to be happy with that. Uh, and also, just I just wanted to mention that uh, my a Nautilus too from like what five years ago? No, the one that just came out. Okay. Like a month ago. Uh, I'd also just like to mention that I'm still a number one Duke of New York. Um, folks, do y'all have any final thoughts, Wendy? Final thought. It's been fun. Fantastic. Kevin, final thought. 350. Christopher, my final, final thought. thought. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I realize that I know WoW lore, but you're better at explaining it than I am. I wanted... Here, here's my final thought. I actually wanted to be a teacher. That explains a lot, actually. I'm really glad you're not. 
No, I'm I, really upset you're not. I think you would have been a fucking amazing teacher. All right, folks. That is our show for this week. To talk to us at any point in the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at AzerothCTC. Mr. Kevin over there is at SwingCat with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I am at Gavril underscore ET. Wendy, do you have a Twitter handle you'd like people to reach at? No. All right. That's fine by me. (laughs) She's at Nope. She said Nope. 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 Uh, nope. Uh, if you'd like to find us in the game, we're all there on the Dollar Rand server. You can join the chat channel ACTC. You can email the show at AzerothCTC at gmail.com. Visit our website at www.azerothctc.com. Shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever makes you happy. We would love to hear from you all so, so much. I just want to go ahead and say, Goddamn Loch Ness Monster! Keep asking for tree fitting. Later. Later.